spoon You're home for the stuff you're thinking anyway Hey everybody, I'm Fish And I'm not Yes, uh, it's true He's the only truthful thing he said What? In the first 10 seconds of this podcast I do what I can Yep uh, It is the Ear Spoon And it's brought to you by Mocha Joe's And Serious Natural Remedies And the Bush Family No <laughs> No No No, just no. Oliver North <laughs> Okay. <laughs> Ollie. Bud, Bud McFarland. Bud McFarland. Love that guy. Who I interviewed, by the did way. Did you really? Yes. You talked to Bud McFarland? I did talk to Bud McFarland. Now, uh, it, I'm not getting that confused with the guy that used to be on the David Letterman show, right? Mm, Larry Bud Melman? <laughs> <laughs> Same thing. Yeah. <laughs> uh, no, yeah, it was out at the- uh, Larry, Bud, Larry Bud Melman, I think, had more substance. <laughs> right. I think it was a New Hampshire primary- Remember, uh, there was a time ago when you and I used to do radio, uh, and I went out to the, um, uh, uh, what is it, the Con- New- Concord, New Hampshire, I guess? Yeah, Concord. I, like, I think we went twice. I know we went twice, and uh, and it was Radio Row, so we had you know, people come through, and like I remember I was sitting next to Andrew Breitbart at one point, like, Ooh, wow. And, then, and uh, that's you, before being a Bart Bright was cool. That's right. <laughs> Bart. Right. <laughs> so, uh, so next thing I know, there's a, there's an older man plopping down in front of me, and someone says, "This is Robert McFarlane." And like, I have a very clear memory of the Iran Contra scandal. Yeah. Um, I have a very clear memory of all the names. <laughs> mm-hmm. And I have to say, I, one regret I have about the interview is like, I don't didn't need to be unkind to the man. <laughs> and ro- if, for those who may not remember, Robert McFarlane was very involved in the Reagan and Bush administrations, and ultimately, when stuff came out about what was to be exposed. He attempted suicide. Uh, and you're not supposed to chuckle when I say that. Because uh, you can't, fucking people can't even kill themselves, right? <laughs> right so. Well, but, and, and many are arguing now. I can't believe we've already gone off on a tangent. We'll at some point we decide what we'll be discussing okay. here. <laughs> two, two minutes in. Oh, no. I think when I said the, the pod was sponsored by the Bush family, I think we knew what we were talking about. <laughs> Well, uh, in the interview, it was we were talking about you know GOP politics and, mm-hmm. and politics, electoral politics, and stuff like that. And he was there in support of I can't remember one of the other horrifying Republican candidates. I don't know which one. Pick your one. Yeah. And so, like, I had the opportunity to review Iran Contra with uh, Mr. McFarlane and sort of opted not to because I wanted to stay sort of topical and we only had a handful of moments. But I do have some regrets about not asking a man there who was deeply involved in what was exposed as, dare I say, a sub-government in this country dealing in illegal armed trades, including trafficking of drugs. You know, Donald Hassenfuss, look that name up. You know, this is how it all it's an began. awesome name. It is a great name. Uh, Nicaragua, <laughs> blah, blah, blah. So, right. I mean, this was, and I, this is 1986, 85, 86, 87 in there. And like, here it was shown to the world, shown and, you know, and, and like they're all busted and they're all elite, you know, they've all committed crimes. One of them wants is, tries to kill himself because he's so guilty of so much stuff. And they all get pardoned by George Bush. Right. <laughs> and Oliver North runs for the Senate and is now the head of the NRA. <laughs> and all these in, people involved in it were just so guilty of doing the wrongest things for the wrongest reasons. And, and, and lo and behold, George Bush, who we have spent the weekend hearing what a saint he was and what a kind <laughs> man he was and how nice he was. Tell that to the dead Iraqis as a result of his uh, his policies. Tell that to the people who died with AIDS so at I'm gonna, a time. So I'm going to stop you right there. Why? Okay. I was going. Right I could there. feel it happening. I know. I know. So I'm going to pull you back in, and I'm going to tell you why. Why? Why you didn't ask Bud McFarland those questions when you had him <clears throat> at the Radio Row. I'm ready. Um, at, the, uh, at the GOP convention in Kankad. 
or was it Manchester? No, Manchester, Ma- Man- Manchester. Vegas, Man- Vegas. Yeah, right. <clears throat> so you didn't mm-hmm. because it's old hat, and nobody wants to talk about old things. Nobody wants to. That was so <laughs> twenty years ago. Hang on. That was so 20 years ago that you know, <clears throat> even though you're interested and you still want to p- hold people accountable, not a majority of the population is just like, oh, my God, Steve, get true. past it. Too it's, true. You know, it just happened in the middle 80s. Oh, Jesus. I know, that's so long Why ago. Why don't you bring somebody <laughs> up for responsible for the mullet, for Christ's sakes, too? Uh, there then, you are. Huh? Yeah, that's worth you know? discussing. Yeah, that really is. But this is what I mean. But So this, is, but, so this, is, this brings us back to kind of where I think we're going to land in this podcast today. Yeah or what our intentions are of landing in this podcast today, is that just because it was 20 years ago Mm. doesn't mean it happened. Now, if we adopted this kind of thinking Mm. to say something as, mm, uh, let's call it the Holocaust, for lack of a better word, (laughs) all right, Uh, this would just continue to happen over and over again. But we do recognize that the Holocaust was a thing. We do forge forward and say we cannot forget those things. Those things must stay relevant. They must stay, unfortunately, on our lips and at the tips of our tongue so that that doesn't happen again. And then a George Bush dies, Mm. and then, oh, what a wonderful man, and uh, da-da-da-da. No. Kind of no. No. Not even kind of, just no. Now, <clears throat> was I was I thankful? <clears throat> Sorry, I'm, I'm Here, a little let me for punch you in the chest. <laughs> um, was I thankful that he was an outspoken GOP guy who basically said, "I am not voting for that ass hat George uh, um, <laughs> Donald Trump." Yeah, I mean, I was it was good, but am I supposed to? Am I supposed to be grateful for him for not voting? I guess I can. It probably swayed a few people away from actually casting a vote because of the GOP forefathers. He is one of the people that still is alive that sort of kind of fills that old mold of what the, of, of what a Republican was supposed to be. Mm-hmm. All right. That's, uh, it's all. I mean, I agree with you. That, but that's all. Just sort of the. You agree the, with me? I agree. Thank with you, you to, for listening to the ear spoon. <laughs> brought to you. I by, agree with you to a point. Right. Um, but I would say this, and, and I would take it a, a step further and say one of the quintessential pieces of the American psyche is that we quickly, easily, readily, and voluntarily forget a lot of things. We are a country founded on genocide and slavery that has never fully come to own that part of our history, which was rapacious and horrible. And because we skip along and don't think about it, we gallop into the next crisis, the next travesty. And each time we forget and each time we move forward and and disregard the offenses and affronts of, uh, you know, Gerald Ford pardoning Richard Nixon, every time we do that, we kick the can down the road and it becomes that orange frickin' fascist in the White House Mm -hmm. right now. Because we choose to say, well, that was really not so bad. Even Clinton, if you're a liberal or a Democrat in any way, like, come on, Clinton, can we talk about Madeleine Albright saying that it was worth it to starve children in Iraq through those sanctions? These are horrible people doing horrible things. And so I agree that when somebody dies, you know, if you're at the, you're eulogizing them, you're not going to like rip down their long list of the terrible things they if ever they did. If they asked me <laughs> to eulogize George Herbert Walker Bush. Oh, man. Yeah. Wouldn't no, be good. No, it wouldn't be good. I would be asked to leave at some point in time, I'm sure. But, and, and here's the thing. Once you step forward over through that threshold and become a president, a, a major leader, a, a, a celebrity or, or a, a, your notoriety, mm-hmm. what's the word? Notoriety. That you've got, you you I'm have a notari- oh notary, Never no, mind. That's, different yeah, thing. That's a very different thing. <clears throat> but you have 
you expose yourself to that sort of critiquing from the hoi polloi and the general public. And that's what this is. And that people – and I'm, I'm watching liberals – Say like, oh, he was really nice. I mean, compared to Trump, he's like, it's like let's yeah, not do that yeah, as the gauge. Sure, sure. You I know, mean, compared to Ted Bundy, he wasn't that bad a murderer, right? You know, like what? It's not really the point. He violated fundamental trusts, subverted democracy, invaded Panama under false pretenses. I can go down. <laughs> Manuel, yeah, I, I miss know. that guy. I know. Yeah. So we can go, and you know. Uh, and uh, who's the guy? Oh, I saw Colin Powell. I just saw the, the headline today. I couldn't even read the article. Colin Powell said George Bush had vision. George Bush is the reason we have the term vision thing. Because during the campaign, was it in 88 or 84? I can't recall. He said, I got it. You know, I'm not quite sure what that whole vision thing is. He had no idea. He right. was just, he was the former head of the CIA. You know, his father helped fund the, the Nazis. <laughs> Like, this is how it gets. And then he's suddenly president. And I remember that I wore a dark, uh, a black armband around my arm for a week after he was elected with my idea of being the smart ass that I was and waiting tables in New Haven at the time that <laughs> that the head of the CIA, yeah. a Yale grad, yeah. they're all Yale grads, yeah, sure. uh, and who's that now the, the executive, the chief executive of the country, that's not a good combination. No. You know, and so this and so it led to real actual lethality. It led to an invasion of Iraq under false pretenses. And I'll shut up in a second. You look up April Glaspie, who was sent over to, to uh, Saddam Hussein to say, oh, no, we would not. And we would not have any problem with you invading Kuwait if you did that. And then they invade Kuwait and they go, what? I can't believe you did that. We're coming after you, Saddam. It's on the records. This is a true thing. They faked him into invading Kuwait and then they started a war. Right. Screw George Bush. Yeah, I'm I'm kind of with you. And, and, you know, I mean, you knew when he passed, he's, you know, look, anytime a president dies, it's a piece of history. Sure. So, and, and we are a society, and I, I've said this before in this podcast, I'm going to say it again right now, we're a society that tends to be two weeks dumb. <laughs> yeah. Right? Much. I mean, it's after true. about 14 days, we sort of forget about... Mass shootings. Yeah. You know, how many memes have been circulated around about romaine lettuce? You know, romaine lettuce mm-hmm. kills four people. It's ripped from every single shelf of every grocery store in the United States. Yeah. And then there's a picture of the AK, AK-47. <laughs> and, how, you know, how many people has this killed? And right. it's, you know. And okay, now do guns. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> can't eat it but maybe if we smear some E. coli on a gun yeah, and it right. kills somebody it might uh, maybe they take a look at it and it is a, it is a level of crazy but when George Bush Sr. died um, it I'm sorry but I was just like yeah okay you know I guess one down one to go but the other one's kind of healthy so I mean I'm not I'm not like trying to hurt them I'm not trying to kill them but I'm not trying to care about them either no I mean you my feeling is this. Default compassion for every living being on the earth. Right. Start there. Mm-hmm. And then also say, this is a man who clearly you know, raised children and so forth. I mean, we've, there has been some discussion about what kind of parent he was, but that's mm-hmm. not really my issue. But people loved him, and we can be responsive to that. And he actually he signed the ADA. He did a number of things that could be argued as uh, positives. Everybody has positives. But when you're a mass murderer and a war criminal, right. that's worth putting on as a footnote. And everybody always says about about uh, W, all yeah. right? Yeah. Um, so about about uh, about George, the more the more recent uh, Bush in the White House, mm. is that everybody said to him, you know, hey, well, look, you know, he funded AIDS to the tune of millions and millions and millions of dollars. <laughs> yeah, you know why? 
Fucking had to because his dad didn't. Right, and Reagan didn't either. Right. Yeah. So while people were dropping like flies. Right. You know. You know. So don't be so quick to praise W. Yeah. For trying to cover up his dad's fuck ups. Yeah. Because that's really all he did. It's it's a hundred percent true. And, that, and again, like I say, it's reasonable to have compassion for people. It's reasonable uh, to be certain that. Uh, you know, the, the, our first response is to is to be is to be human and and, right. and humane. Yeah, and I guess but, on that I can appreciate. And I don't mind that either. But some of the deification NPR, which is you know, I've lost a lot of respect for NPR, but I've been hearing on the radio this 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 lionizing, this whitewashing of this man. Where is the mention of this stuff? Does it just get dropped out because we're too polite? Really? And this is how it leads to this. I have some pretty funny. Let's see if I can find it real quick. Um, Oh, rats. I don't think All I right. Have. You know what? We'll, we'll, let's, uh, we'll talk about the fun. That's different. That's that, just Was me. that a picture of your license? Yeah, it's a All long right. story. <laughs> uh, so well, CNN, I'll tell you this one. Right. CNN says, George H.W. Bush was the exact political opposite of Donald Trump, writes CNN's Chris Saliza, or I don't know how you say that. And then this guy says, except that time he pardoned all his aides under criminal inve- investigation by a special counsel so it didn't lead back to him. And it, really. And mm. this is how we get Trump. Right. This is how. He, this this is a feeder. This is the feeder drug exactly to, right. to a bad to a bad party. Exactly and, right. and and I'm sorry, but you know I'm uh, look. I I know that he was probably very beloved among his family, and you know so on a human level, yeah. I'm, I'm sorry that he's passing. But he was fucking 94. Yeah, that happens right? too. Yeah. yeah, so that happens. I mean, you know, not, not for nothing, but good good long run. Right, exactly right. right. <laughs> no, it's not you, it's me. Okay. Your phone should not be in here, by the way. Uh, uh, it's not in here. It's, it's uh, <laughs> I had it implanted in my skull. <laughs> <laughs> All right. I'll tell you what. When we come back from the break, we'll, uh, we'll, we'll, we'll drill in a little bit more on this. Uh, I want to talk about Michael Cohen a bit as well. Oh, good fun. All right. God, these are like cartoon characters. Oh, my God. It gets worse. All right. We'll be right back after we hear from uh, Serious Natural Remedies and Mocha Joe's Coffee. You're listening to the Earspoon. I'm Fish. I'm Steve. This is Earspoon. You're home for the stuff you're thinking anyway. Series Natural Remedies offers New England's largest selection of CBD products for health and wellness. With over 60 brands, we represent all methods of CBD delivery, including extracts, capsules, edibles, vape, topical, body care, and beverage products infused with hemp. We bring together artisanal quality and science-based healing. Experience the healing benefits of CBD for people and pets. Visit us in Brattleboro or at our flagship store, 190 College Street, Burlington. One of our favorite things to do while we're doing the podcast, Mm -hmm. drink Mocha Joe's coffee. We really need to get a sound effects library. (laughs) That was inadequate, but it was real. It was real. Authentic. Mocha Joe's uh, has has started here in our little hamlet of Brattleboro, Vermont in the late 80s and has boomed. And they they do all kinds of great... uh, products and just have swag and go to their website mochajoes.com order coffee by the pound uh, and we uh, we eat it by the pound here we do i don't i prefer just to eat the beans straight straight no, a crunchy a little true. bit one of my favorite things about mocha joes mm. is the fact that they support the the farmer yeah you know they really do they have the fair trade coffees that they they go after all the time they're constantly uh, traveling around and 
Yeah, and I got to say that I mean that's one of the first places I ever heard of the term fair trade. When I first got here twenty years ago, they were talking about this well before I think a lot of other people, and certainly it's now quite a thing. But being hip to how you supply your people and your your customers and caring at all, and also I mean ultimately winds up being a good economic choice. But they're just it's the rightest thing to do, and 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 farmers get kind of screwed, and Mokujos make sure that they don't. That's right. And it's one of the reasons why uh, we just love having them as part of the podcast and uh, hope to have them for years to come. Amen. So go check it out, mochajoes.com. If you live uh, here locally, of course, you just stop down at the little cafe. That's one of the coolest shops in town. Definitely is. More at theearspoon.com. All right, everybody, welcome back to the Earspoon. I'm Fish. And I'm Steve. And uh, as uh, we were on the on the break listening to that, uh, just just read what you just read. I have two of them. This okay. one from Jer- Jeremy Scahill on Twitter. All right, just to remind you, because it's been a minute and a half, we're still we're we're <laughs> still taking a dump on the late president. Uh, well, I mean, yeah, anyway. <laughs> yeah, kind of. Yeah, sure. Uh, George sure, sure, H. Sure. W. Bush, Jeremy Scahill, saying this on Twitter, systematically attacked the civilian infrastructure in Iraq. He turned hospitals into death rows for infants. He widely used depleted uranium, causing cancer rates to skyrocket. He made Iraq a mass graveyard, and the killing hasn't stopped since. Mm-hmm. In addition to that, I will also add. In 1988, the U.S. Navy shot down an Iranian civilian airliner. All 290 people... Oh, my people, God, I forgot all about yeah, that. everybody has. All 290 people on board were killed. The U.S. never apologized for this act of terrorism. George Bush Sr. stated, quote, I will never apologize for the United States, ever. I don't care what the facts are. Hmm. That's the guy that's being lionized so as a see, hero. it all started with him and not Kellyanne Conway <laughs> about the whole, uh, you know, I have the, you have alternative facts. Right, right. So <laughs> there, you know, look, and, and again, once again, on a human level, you know, I, I'm, I'm sorry for the Bush family to have lost their elder statesman. Yeah. I'm sure that, you Naturally. know, his, I'm sure he was a wonderful grandfather. Um, you know, again, being an actual good father, it was probably in play, but that's not my call. <laughs> right. Um, you know, right. I guess that's Jeb's call at this point as the only functioning idiot in that family. Oh, God. Um, and we can question the functionality of it other than he did. He just he took some lightning rod shots during the uh, yeah. during the during the primaries. Uh, but nonetheless, so it's just we just can't seem we have to remember uh, just how big of an idiot this man was. And, yeah, uh, but not, I mean, here's the thing. <clears throat> idiots are one thing that we got. I mean, good, you can, we could point a lot of idiots. He was dastardly mm-hmm. and purposeful and smiled a yeah. lot, and he was a cold-blooded killer. He's a smart idiot. <clears throat> yeah, and so the invasion of Panama was a whole big pile of bullshit. What he did and didn't do around AIDS at a time that was really, really, really important to do it, uh, he did not do it and was somewhat flippant about uh, certain concerns that were of major concern to people. Right. And uh, not to mention just the death toll attached to his presidency, his short four years. And I don't mind that people want to list the positives that he did or what a nice guy he was and all that stuff. But please don't leave off the factually important information like literally scores of people murdered. Right. And not to mention depleted uranium, for those who don't know, is a war crime to use in active uh, war conflict. Right. And to, and this country has been shown to have used it many, many times. Mm-hmm. And he and and if you'll see, if you look at what Iraq was like prior to the invasion, followed in the Gulf War, the original Gulf War, and then thereafter, they were on the top of the heap in the Middle East in terms of child literacy, in terms of child uh, infant mortality, all the, you know, uh, you know, longevity, et cetera, and then they were after that they were on the bottom of it, and the cancer rates 
just went through the roof. It's horrifying. Yeah. No, so the, these are the things we're, we're reminding you of. This is the man that everybody seems to want to revere at this uh, at this particular time. Right. And saying, you know, that's nice. Have respect for the dead. All right? Unless the that. dead was just a flaming asshole. Kind of. And that's really what he was. So fuck your dead. Well, right. I'm, and, and I'll take it back to this. Like, I expect people who aspire to, to be president to be you know, a little not well. You know, if you're seeking out that sort of, of – thing, including Obama. I mean, you have to have more than a degree of, of self-regard, let's say. Yep. I'm more concerned about the American public and their ability to just the, the operational amnesia that we have in order to continue to move forward. One of the reasons that we don't have revolution as we need in this country, a cultural revolution at least, is because we just kind of go like, oh, well, what are you going to do? Or you forget about mass shootings and how many can you remember now? I remember that, that uh, James Huberty shot up a, a McDonald's in San Diego in, in 1982 or 81 or something right. like that. First mass shooting I can remember. And it stopped the country. Everyone stopped in utter shock. And now there's two or three of those a day sometimes. Yeah. And it's like, nah, I don't really keep track yeah, of those anymore. But uh, don't eat the lettuce. Yeah, right. <laughs> you know, let's get all that off the shelves. No. All right, let, let's move on to other atrocities done by current presidents. <laughs> He's a living, breathing atrocity. Oh, Jesus Christ, so. is he? Uh, Donald Donald Trump uh, today, we record this on uh, on Mondays, by mm-hmm. the way, mm-hmm. uh, called for his uh, ex-personal lawyer, Michael Cohen. Mm-hmm. All right. He basically said he should receive the stiffest prison sentences for his admitted crimes. I, you know, I couldn't have scripted this as bad as it as it all plays out. I'm sorry, but uh, as as many have speculated, and we don't need to drill t- too far into it, but th- I think uh, the the I don't want to say the seventh seal is broken, but the the door has been opened. What Mr. Cohen has now said is irrefutable proof, right? That there is uh, a, a conspiracy of sorts that's going to go right to the very center of power. But but. Trump has accused Cohen of making stories up to get an already um, all his already reduced sentences for himself. Doesn't matter. Doesn't matter at all. But he says he made them up, and then and then he also accuses Special Counsel Robert Mueller of uh, of seeking lies right. from these people. You can see this guy projecting. I think to me the smell test is that uh, everything is loaded, everything is coming. And they're all going to be indicted. Mm-hmm. They're all going to be indicted. But you said three Wednesdays ago that you predicted a Wednesday. Yeah. I th- well, I, yeah. I, frankly, I thought last week for sure. So I, I'm, you know, so I'm not <laughs> so, even. I'm so not we know what's happening anymore. this Wednesday. <laughs> oh, most definitely. Yeah. Yeah. I'm this Wednesday. Setting my alarm. Uh, but I'm just saying that I think that uh, what needed to happen, a few things, a few other things needed to fall into place. But I think when push comes to shove, we don't even know what Mueller knows. Right. I mean, this is a long investigation. Oh, know, we don't even I know. know. I think they're all going down. Yeah. I think the entirety of the Trump campaign, the entirety of the Trump children, Mike Pence included, I think they're all going to be indicted. I think they're all going to be uh, held accountable. And making Nancy Pelosi. The president of the United States. I can just hear the heads popping like Jiffy Pop. Oh, fuck. I think you I know? just heard a couple pop just on the <laughs> thought of it. Do you, you, do you ever see uh, Stephen Colbert read a Trump tweet? Yes, I have. Okay. All right. So it's just it's just funny because I'm, I'm just looking at his at his tweets now. It says, Michael, uh, and this is a tweet from the, from Donald J. All right. The real. The real one? The, the real one. Michael Cohen asks judge for no prison time. 
you mean he can do all of the terrible, capital letters, terrible, unrelated to Trump things having to do with fraud, big loans, uh, taxis, etc., and not serve long prison term? Question mark. He makes up stories and gets a great and already reduced sentence for himself and get dot, 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 dot. <laughs> you can see Colbert doing it, right? <laughs> dot, 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 dot. How he does that. And then next quote, dot, 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 dot. His wife and father-in-law <laughs> who has the money off scot-free. He lied for this outcome and should, in my opinion, serve a full and complete sentence. Now, for a man with that much bad karmic juju laying yeah. out there in the world, yeah. why wouldn't you say, I, I, you would think, no, I think that we should be kind to people who are going to be persecuted <laughs> in a court of law. We should have a gentler, like who was it, remember years ago they said we're going to be a kinder, gentler IRS, and they created this kinder and gentler IRS that basically just didn't kind of swoop in on a moment's notice and just seize your home and everything you right, own right. and kind of said, hey, listen, here's the letter, Hey, right. we kind of noticed you haven't paid your taxes, and they did do that for a little while, and they still sort of do that. They kind of say, hey, you know, maybe this is an oversight. And uh, and hmm. now and then the next one they come in and they take everything from you. Right, but and there's still the IRS. There's yeah. you know there's actually the term kinder and gentler was a George Herbert Walker Bush line from. See, one of his that's why I missed that man. Thing, yeah. I missed that man. Kinder, kinder and gentler murdering. <laughs> you know, kinder and gentler invasions of countries. Right. Kinder and gentler ignoring of the AIDS epidemic. So I'm. This is, my, this is, a, this is an uncle. This is an uncle story. Uh, yeah. My dad's brother. And uh, we were talking one day about uh, oh, raising raising meat organically, mm-hmm. and and what what that means, and that you know, um, slaughtering animals in a stress free environment, and uh, and and all of this, and it's nothing that he understands. Right, I get it. Yeah. All right. <laughs> and uh, not his world. But to, to his, to, <laughs> but to his Italian logic, God bless him, and he's a hundred percent correct. Mm-hmm. When he looked at me, and he goes, "So if I fucking shoot you, or I fucking talk to you, or I talk to you to death, <laughs> what's the difference? <laughs> I get it over with, quick, bang, <laughs> one bullet to the back of the head, or I fucking nag you until you die. Which is which is more? Uh, it's organic, my ass. If he talks to you, that means that the meat is more tender. Yeah, and he won't be full yeah. of lactic acid. It's uh, it's that old uh, was that Temple Granderson." That whole did no, you see Temple Temple Granderson was a lady on I the know. spectrum. That's not the name, but who, the last name. Temple Temple Grandin. I think it's something it? like that, yeah. Oh, no, anyway, go on. More importantly. Um more importantly the point. <laughs> Temple Grandin. There it is. That was it. There it is. It, Temple Granderson, I think, played for the Yankees. Oh, yeah. No, it's Curtis Granderson. Never mind. (laughs) Outfield. (laughs) Anyway, um, so she designed this whole thing about just saying, look, you know, with this understanding that that, we're not going to stop – we're not going to stop eating meat, mm-hmm. but there's no reason why we have to make the last moments of this animal's life so fucking stressful that it changes the way it tastes. Yep. You know, so Not unreasonable. There is that. So now I completely lost my point. I don't know, but it was about your uncle and and yeah. humane killing of things. Yeah. So you know, I mean, dead is dead. Dead is dead. Yeah. Right. So at the end of the day, right. And and uh, and this whole 
way of of Trump's approach with Cohen saying that he should serve his whole. I mean, that's just trying to feed his base. His base is not going to make the decision as to whether or not he's guilty or not guilty. I saw somebody speculating the other day, like you know, when this all comes out, you know, and assuming, I mean, going premise being that you know Mueller. Mueller's investigation reveals some pretty hard to deny facts and actualities about crimes committed. Because mm-hmm. basically what this is, is if you've been following, especially lately, some of these exposés, is the idea that this was a very conscious collusion slash conspiracy to help uh, reduce debt and increase the business uh, profitability of the Trump enterprises. And at the same time, making sure that he becomes president. I mean, honest to God, that's a crime. That's about as the high, high crime as I've ever heard of in this country. Right. So, what is the base going to do when it's? In, I was going to say when it's irrefutable evidence, but now we also know the fundamental breakdown is we don't need no stinking irrefutable evidence. Right. <laughs> we have our strong feelings. <laughs> right. <laughs> you know, so you can. It doesn't matter whatever happens. His base, his strongest, his strongest, staunchest supporters mm-hmm. won't believe anything. Yeah, it's bullshit. It's this a, you is know, this it's, is video of him kicking a puppy down the street. Right. It's not. It's not that the, everybody is waving to him, saying "Hi, Donald Trump." Kick right. the puppy and him waving back, going "Hi, right. I'm Donald Trump." I'm kicking a puppy and I'm kicking a puppy. And, never happened. And, and they're going to look at it and go, "That's not real. That's Photoshop." That never happened. You know, That's so bullshit, man. You, you, you don't. I, you're never going to be able to usurp that right. line of thinking. That's George Soros. He's got George Soros all over it. You can tell. It's <laughs> his editing see, style. Yeah, look at that. I know. I know Soros. I know that That's guy. What I mean, so like, I what I always come back to is, you know, you can focus on the Donald Trumps of the world. You can focus on individuals and even see, uh, small cabal of people, but when mi- literally millions of people can't mm-hmm. discern what's mm-hmm. actual anymore, and it's not even about philosophical stance or where you are on the spectrum of good and evil and so forth. It's about can you look at information and draw a conclusion about reality. Right. And honest to God, literally millions of our neighbors simply cannot. No, it's so true. Listen, I uh, I was just, they, they did, it was a two or three part, uh, like kind of a mini series, uh, the whole Monica Lewinsky thing, mm-hmm. right, with the Clintons. Yeah. And and here's this woman who, as a young woman, made a poor decision. Mm. All right, not stopped by somebody who should have just said, "Oh no, yeah, no, that'd be the right answer that, right there." Yeah, yeah, no, we can't do this. Right, we can't do this. You know, understanding his position in power, mm-hmm. understanding what he did, he has effectively ruined this woman's life. Right? I mean, she can't. I mean, she'll be able to make some money. She'll be able to do things. But she, she's never really, she's always just going to be Monica Lewinsky. And God damn it, the first thing that even comes into my head when mm-hmm. I met Monica Lewinsky yep. is just the act that she performed. Right. Right? Yeah. And and that's a, that's a shame. That's a shame. And that's I, pretty I, tough. Yeah. yeah. I mean, that, so how do you, and, and we judge that as a society, mm. which is wrong, first of all. But I also think I hear what you're saying. But I also think looking at things, and again, we're going all over the place. But I think it has relevance. <laughs> um, welcome to the podcast, yeah, right? Right. Like, well, we should just change it to the tangent spoon. Yeah. Um, <laughs> I don't know. But I, I think in the context of the Me Too movement, you know, what might have occurred if that same event had occurred? Now, let's remember that Bill Clinton was impeached for misrepresenting the truth, not for having mm-hmm. a sexual relationship, a consensual one at that, but. What would have happened? I think the response to Clinton 
would have been very different from on the parts of liberals, conservatives, and otherwise. And, and as you'll remember, Ken Starr spent a lot of time, a lot of money investigating what started as the Whitewater investigation and moved on to all these other things. And they caught them, and they were after them the whole time. I and mean, let's face it, this came as a result of them targeting Clinton from the moment he stepped into the into the right, White House. Right. But I, I, I am curious to, to wonder what people might speculate about what if this was 2018 and this was the president and this was the intern and this was the story, where would people have fallen? She uh, she endured an awful lot of misogyny and oh, abuse. Yeah. Um, and again, you know, we we all have regrettable choices that we make, but we don't always make them with you know heads of state that you know and and ultimately affect the politics of the world as a result right, of this right. act. You know, so I'm just saying that uh, you know I I think it's a good idea to reframe a little bit about who Monica Lewinsky is and give her proper deference and and give her some room because. I think she'd far prefer to have a different uh, career trajectory than sure. just being that woman. Yeah. You know? you know, I mean, and look, she's made, she's she's had some successes and good for her. It's just too bad that she can't seem to kind of shake that image. And of course, this whole miniseries kind of focused on that whole thing and mm-hmm. her infatuation with the president and the fact that this president of the United States um, just had a moral lapse. And uh, a lapse, nonetheless. I'm not. I'm not trying to cheapen it on anything. I mean, it really is a moral lapse, but it really has nothing to do with running the country. Right. Um, you can make your arguments any way you want, but you lose. And yeah, it's, I mean, I don't see there's any of my business. You know. Right. So, but again, so we're all over the place here. But uh, we need to remind you that the name of the podcast is the Ear Spoon or and, Tangent Spoon or Tangent still Spoon. Still to but be determined. Do you remember? Do you remember? what the, the ear spoon it means. And we should probably re-explain sure. it because I don't think we've explained it. It's been it a long time. It has been. So uh, when Steve and I came up with the the name, the ear spoon, it, it, we, we came up with a bunch of different names. And, and I was looking for cool names that had meaning at the time that we named it. And, and one of the things that kept coming up were these people who were getting these uh, tattoos and spears put on their forearms. Mm. And I asked about that. I asked them, so, so what is the, you know, what, why have a spear or an arrow put on your arm? Well, because if you shoot an arrow or you throw a spear, it doesn't stop until it hits its target. I was mm. like, oh, ah, I kind of like that. So I was like, hey, we should name our podcast The Spear. Uh, nah, I don't think The Spear is going to do it. All right. So Too violent. Too violent. So, <laughs> <laughs> so I Googled it. Mm-hmm. And I sent it to Steve. I'm like, "Hey, look at this. We're gonna name the podcast the Bohemian Ear Spoon." There it is. Yeah, and I said, "What do you think?" I think Steve responded, "says I think you should stop drinking scotch." <laughs> Never. <laughs> Never. Not gonna happen. Scotch, scotch, scotch. <laughs> so I said, "Listen to." It. I said, "Look. So here's the deal. We talked about it. Now, a Bohemian Ear Spoon mm. is a." Uh, is a close combat ear spoon with a lug that stops the spearhead from going too deep in and getting stuck in, say, a bone. Right. <laughs> right. So you can you can stab and move to your next target. Stab and move to your next target. So right. It's such a gruesome depiction <laughs> of it, but it's a close combat spear that can stick and move, stick and move. So when Steve and I are tangenting around. <laughs> That's why we name this podcast the Ear Spoon. Right. Plus, it has a softer connotation where we're just spooning things into your ear. There it is. <laughs> you yeah. know? And spooning one another while we do it. <laughs> spooning no, one no. another. So, we're, just, so each time we tangent, we're actually pulling a spear out of a body. Yeah, that's it. That's it. We're just moving to the next target. Ah, swell. All right. These are so, verbal. These are metaphoric spears. It's just, it's a, so, I mean, it doesn't have to be violent. It's just a stick and move thing. That's all. That's all. 
Pick and roll. Pick and roll. <laughs> Pick and roll. Stick and move. That's it. So we do bounce around a little bit, but that's that's why we're called the ear spoon because you can you can use the reference because we won't stop until the target's hit. That's right. And then once that target's hit, we're going to move to the next thing and hit that target. Right. No matter how tangential it is. <laughs> while spooning things right. into your ear to think about. Right. So on that note, we will end this podcast reminding you once again why we are the Ear Spoon. Exactly right. We thank you for listening, thanking our sponsors, Serious Natural Remedies, and those people that support us with the finest caffeine on the land. Vulcanjoes.com. Right. So go check it out. They're selling some cool gear on their website. Oh, yeah. I saw that. Yeah. Great graphics. If if you've never seen the graphic, whoever, I don't, there's a story to it, but whoever came up with that graphic at the very beginning of Mocha Joe's. Had did the right thing. It's right. one of the best gra- was, best logos I've ever seen. That was another one. I remember when they moved into town, me thinking to myself, coffee shop in Brattleboro. Right. Vermont. Good luck. Yeah, that'll never work. What's that, <laughs> 25, 30 years ago? Yeah. Well, we want to thank them for sponsoring the podcast. Yeah. <laughs> Safe to say we're believers. Safe to say they've done all right. <laughs> all right, I've been Fish. I'm Steve. And we'll talk to you next week. Cheers. More at the earspoon.com.